5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 6 to 9. Now it is almost the official start of the AFL's silly season. The media silly season's been ongoing as well. We've got the very happy duty to announce for people that weren't aware of the weekend, big lovers of the Sunrise program. David Kosh is going to be back for next year. <laughs> How are you, Kosh? Congratulations uh, to you, mate. I'm good. Oh, thank you, guys. It's uh, very exciting. Still loving what I'm doing. Um, uh, just a little bit more than loving talking to you guys on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't pay no, as well, Kosh. <laughs> or at all. <laughs> How long did you sign on for, Koshy? Uh, look, it was it was a bit misreported in the because uh, last year I signed a two year deal and uh, so um, uh, at least until the end of next year and then yeah, we'll right. we'll weigh it up and see you know whether whether viewers and the bosses are like, like every job like, uh, no matter who you are um, your your customers if you like and your bosses have to be happy with you so um, That's but, right. yeah but. Very privileged to be part of it. I love doing the job and to think I was asked to, to do it for to do Sunrise for three months and that is <laughs> seven to seventeen years ago on Friday. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations to you. Yeah, hey, um, given the hours that you do work and now you've committed to working even even longer, were you did you manage to stay awake during the grand final on Saturday? Uh, well, <laughs> Well, I, I, I was there on uh, on Saturday, sitting in front of the uh, the Chapmans. Uh, so the two girls um, uh, hang out together quite regularly, which is just terrific. But uh, look, it was it's a great event. Um, it was unfortunate that the game didn't turn out to be nearly as good as last year's cliffhanger, which we were we were really spoilt for, weren't mm. we? And uh, we've had some great grand finals. And I thought Kane Corns made an interesting point today. Sort of, we copped. Um, I was going for GWS until half time, and then was go go to Richmond to see if you can break the record. <laughs> yeah, we got a few tweets <laughs> from Port <laughs> fans to that effect. Uh, 120 points would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kane Corns in um, uh, sort of was really referring to that game and how important it is for GWS to not just go on holidays, but to actually review what went on and um, and try and regroup for that for the for next year because Kane didn't think Port did enough of the review after after losing by that margin. The only saviour back in 07 for me was that um, uh, my dad and uh, brother and myself were down in the change rooms afterwards and my daughter rang me to uh, tell me I'd become a grandfather for the first time uh, during the presentation. So she- well, there so you go. There's a silver lining. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, and clearly, the in, well, not the entire state, because there'd be plenty of Collingwood and Carlton and Essendon fans who were watching Richmond win through gritted teeth, but, I mean, you look at the Herald Sun's coverage. They had 27 pages on Richmond yesterday and there's posters yep. and you name it. Does it feel like a bit of a Victorian protection racket in a way, Koshy, the, the, the MCG stitching up the grand final and... You know, Richmond playing 11 well, of their last 12 games were I've, at the MCG. Yeah. I've, I've been... My my views of, haven't changed over the years. Like, I can understand why the AFL did the MCG um, at deal because the Victorian government just showered them, 
with cash. And uh, five hundred you know, million. That, that, yeah, that benefits all of the AFL clubs, including ourselves and 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 the Crows. But I did think whenever Richmond scored a goal, did I hear the the roar of a tiger from the scoreboard go off? Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm I'm mm. I'm not sure you meant to do that. Yeah. In yeah. A, uh, uh, when it's a final, it's not not a Richmond home game, and uh, Chappie and I were um, Rob Chapman and I were talking before the game about why GWS had to wear their clash jumper. Yeah, um, when they finished finished higher on the table than Richmond. Yeah. Um, so, and it really wasn't a clash at all. So, it's little things like that 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 Rob and I and the other non-Victorian presidents just have to keep beating the drum, that that there is no V in AFL. It's an A now. Mm. And mm. I think we've just got to be vigilant of it because, you know, the Victorians can get re- really cocky about this sort of stuff. And Absolutely. Think, but it is the home of football. It is not the home of football. Um, it is uh, a national sport that, that is right the way around the country. Yeah. And we've, Richard Goyd is based in Perth. Gil... I keep reminding him, comes from South Australian roots, and he's just got to got to keep that in mind. Mm. Koshy clash on uh, sunrise this morning between Barnaby Joyce and uh, Joel Fitzgibbon mm. over the drought funding package. Just in yep. short for our listeners, um, what transpired? Okay, um, basically it was the size of the package and whether it was just another band aid situation. And and look, I I tend to agree that Scott Morrison, terrific. I think come back from the triumph of. <laughs> Uh, his visit to the United States, go straight to drought-affected areas, instant cash, this is what we're going to be doing in terms of loans, low-interest loans, extending them um, for th- from two years to three years, all good things. But it's the bigger issue that we we need to tackle, and, and that is water preservation and water transference here in Australia from the really wet areas of the country to the dry. And mm. we've got to think, Big picture, snowy mountains type big picture to do it. And um, I think the Prime Minister will have some things up its sleeve over the next couple of months on that subject. A fast track water storage right around the country. We've got to think innovative. We've got to think big. We've got to think outside the square and solve this once and for all. No more Band-Aids whenever a drag comes on. Mm, well said. Good on you, Koshy. We'll chat to you next week. All right, guys, I The host of Channel 7 Sunrise program, David Kosh. We're out of time on this Monday morning. What we thought we might end by doing is doing something very different. We're going to make a call because today will be the last time in history that you can make this phone call. The talking clock will At be... the third stroke, it will be nine o'clock and 40 seconds. The talking clock will be no more. Today I wonder, wonder, wonder what he's going to do in his retirement, that bloke. He'll be very... Well, he won't wouldn't care about walk, the time. You wouldn't want to walk up to him in the street and say, mate, have you got the time? Yeah, I, I, don't, you know, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> you don't ask your doctor for a free diagnosis, do you? <laughs> <laughs> have a good day, folks. Leon Biner's on the way. We'll catch you tomorrow morning from 6. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? 
I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there. From secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes, we're covering all of your curiosities. Subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.